0: Welcome to this week's episode of Sorry You're In My Seat, a weekly podcast that unites two best friends on a quest to find the greatest movies of all time. My name's Aaron and each week I have the pleasure of talking movies and films with my best buddy James. Hello there. And this week's no exception as the world rolls on and the UK is gripped by the Great British Bake Off finale and who's going into the I'm a Celebrity jungle. Two guys sat down, microphones out to discuss one thing no one's talking about. Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan's <laughs> James Bond movies. That's right. We're going to go back to the mid '90s and into the early 2000s to review the the uh, the Pierce Brosnan Bond sequence, the four movies that came out, and, the, and a couple of games um, for no reason, really. No reason. Well, we did Daniel Craig
1: episode one six six. I believe you seem to love it, so we decided to make you wait nearly hundred episodes before we hit that target again. Like a like a Russian sniper in the height of Cold War, crossing the Berlin Wall. Wait a minute. Bond was out of the Cold War era. It was into the new world. Goldeneye, electrics, satellites, Sean Bean. It was a different world. It was a brave new world. The appetite of the world was ready for an Irish James Bond because Daniel Craig's literally the only English one. I think maybe George Lazenby, but fuck it. Pierce Brosnan, it was Pierce Brosnan's time. And there's so many facts here. And then, you know, um, there's a lot. There's like the Spy Heart podcast. They love this sort of stuff. So we're, we're honing him. We're getting like a slice of the cheddar. And um, what a time to be alive. Pierce Brosnan famously was the number one choice. Um, before just after Roger Moore's time, but he signed on to Remington Steel. Dalton's and, time. Uh, Do, Do, yeah, sorry, yeah, it was Dalton's time, and it was supposed to be his turn, but he couldn't because Remington Steel. So he needed to wait, and it was a good thing because Dalton, not, not the best bond. <laughs> so he timed it right with Goldeneye in 1995. 95, yeah. It, what a crazy time led to led to a resurgence in Bond. To be fair, then killed it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was very good. You know, when Bond came in. Pierce Brosnan rejuvenated our interest. Killed it. Like seven years later, killed it dead. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> St- it, it,
0: straight dead. If we had a diagram of the success, I'd say it it Pinked. it goes up very quick. <laughs> yeah, and then it comes down slightly. Yeah, then, comes down slightly more, and then it then it absolutely <laughs> takes a and dive. And that's what we're here to discuss the uh, the declining of the Where Pierce Where did Boston. it all go wrong? Yeah. Although revisiting them this week. I say I think that we're gonna talk about this in more detail, but I think tomorrow never dies holds up. Yeah, well, yeah, let's get into it. Let's get mm. into it. But first of all, are you all right? are you all right. I'm all right, man. I'm not, not too bad. I've got a cup of tea in front of me. I'm ready to talk movies. It's been a, a it's week. been a fun week watching these films. All three of them. Of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's two of them? <laughs> I watched three of them. I watched three of them. Which one did you miss? I missed Die another day. <laughs> you're a prick. <laughs> because I genuinely thought it wasn't on Amazon. I was like, oh, all the James Bonds are on here dying of a day and I was ready to make such a long list of jokes about how Amazon didn't even want that film and uh, you tell me it is on there it
1: is because I've seen it mate guess where I
0: watched it oh, on Amazon. Amazon well I talked in James Bond and shocking James it didn't appear at the top <laughs> what I <laughs> know it's almost as if they didn't want this film yeah do you think on the, the contract with MGM they were like uh, yeah we want to buy the Bonds all of them well you know most of them no well, you which, have to which take- ones don't
1: you want I don't want Die Another Day Moonraker
0: no <laughs> <laughs> no, they're like, Oh, no, no, yeah, we'll have down of a Day, we'll have Moonraker. It's just, like,
1: uh, it's just like one of them just went, We're having one of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, at least you can forgive Moonraker. We'll
0: charge you more for not taking Dine of a Day <laughs> deal.
1: Okay. Bezos was loving that, mate. Yeah, um, I'd like to point out that you know, they've done an exclusive right with James on Amazon, it's going to be your one stop shop for British womanizers with their gadgets. Um, thirty days to go. We it's off Amazon Prime. <laughs> thirty
0: days. It will be back in some weird will, way. And yeah. I think Amazon wanted it so that they can do all the spin-offs and they can do like Young James Bonds and animated and all that you know stuff that can come with it. So I think Amazon have got big plans. I think we'll have a TV series. And, and actually, yeah. it might work on that that platform.
1: Yeah, I actually completely agree with you. Bigger budget, maybe ten episodes. You don't need to expunge mm. it to a
0: twenty-four episode arc. Keep it ten. But you keep can it see tight. more. Spy stuff, because that's the thing about Bond that's really fascinating. Is that if you actually look at, you know, a two-hour film of Bond, by the time you're taking away the womanizing parts of it and the the exotic locations and all the filler shit. He does very little of his actual job. I mean, I know he kills a lot of people. He saves the day and all that stuff. But I feel like, do you know like when you're watching Batman and everyone's like, oh, great, it's Detective Ever. And I'm like, I've not
1: really seen him do much detective work in these movies. No, he, I, I like he's got cheat vision. <laughs> Just put cheat vision on. Mm. What I do like about Bond, though, there's something very easy to do. Oh, my God, there's terrorists. Let, let's take Casino Well, Oh, my God, there's a terrorist. He's got all this money. It's all It's all the people's money. Well, what are we going to do? I don't know. Well, you arrest him. Arrest him, keep him hostage, mm. and then basically say, Well, we won't let you out, like a black side. Like what I imagine all American films are. You know, they're just like, Well, kidnap him and torture him. Well, just do that. <laughs> no, I'm gonna play you in a game of poker where well, I could lose. Oh, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I love to see the royale. You know, it was good, don't get me wrong, but I'm just saying, as Bond as Bond goes, not the smartest cookie. Also, I always thought his name sounded like a like an insurance salesman, like Bond, James Bond. Mm. Do you say it like that because you've forgotten? <laughs> just like Bond? <laughs>
0: Bond, bearer <Vera> Bond.
1: <laughs> Bit of a loser I always thought James James Bond was. I imagine he got picked on in school. I, I was just like,
0: I'm going to be a spy. I wasn't the generation that, that grew up idolising him, wanting to be him or needing more Bonds. My parents definitely were. I remember being a young kid when Pierce Brosnan was cast and there were like Empire Magazine and there was a couple of TV spots that was showing footage of the new Bond movie, even then in the mid nineties, you know, now we've got the, when Craig was coming in as the, um, the new Bond, there's all the big, like, who's it going to be? And the uh, newspapers had like a poll and the bookies were all involved. It's now it's, happening again. It's mental, isn't it? But I remember even back then as a kid, you know, I must've been about eight and I remember my dad and uncle in, in the kitchen going, have you heard who's been cast? And then, the footage kind of, they leaked a bit, the footage of, you know, the tank scene where he's yeah. riding around and it was like, you've not seen this bomb before. And it was this big, and I remember it it like, Yeah,
1: because it's his first time. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you haven't seen it.
0: Yeah, but I, I, you know, I grew, they are my ones, I guess, the Pierce Brosnan ones. They're the ones that introduced me to Bond and then I went back. Fondly remember the Roger Moore ones, although I'm day- I did not go back, I so day- probably shouldn't.
1: The problem is when we get past this here, this is '90s. I mean, Timothy Dons, they're all right. Actually, I made a joke, but there's two of them, and I quite like them. But one of them is very much hamier than one of them, It's because one of them was written for Roger Moore. When you get to my octopus, he mate, it's when they're it's when you realise. Mm, I, mean, mm. I mean, James Bond. I'm fairly certain I could be wrong. I'm gonna say I'm fairly certain he wears some questionable ethnic choice. He might he's a spy. That'll that'll be the excuse. And then the womanising, and then just the fact that. Nowadays, he's not a hero, I don't think. But it's no. a good point. So, Pierce Brosnan is bang smack in the middle of a different type. We've just had the Hammy, Roger Moore. We've had the... I like Dalton, not the best of films, but I liked Dalton. Yeah. And then the Daniel Craig, the, uh, let's be honest, the superior... Let's be honest, the, the Daniel Craig films, there's a point that's going to make. So sandwiched in between saving the franchise and killing it, one man, Pierce Brosnan. But So we talked to her Facebook and we asked our fans, what did you think of Pierce Brosnan's Bond series? So Emma, she's talking about Goldeneye being peak Bond for me. And I think that's fair to say that that film, we all kind of loved when we watched it. We thought it was brilliant. It was epic. It was different, but at the same time, it was the Bond we loved. And also... And I love Emma for this. She also has an unhealthy love of slapper mode on the N64 game.
0: Oh yeah, mate. Mate, we, you the, can't that talk all without talking about the game. <laughs>
1: they separated that. With slappers, though, it was just hands mate. And yeah. it was a, none of this, you know when you play Call of Duty now, you press one button, melee kills, just a knife, instant kill. No, mate, slappers, mm-hmm. it was hardcore. You played that with your mates at 3am with a bottle of Dr. Pepper shoved up your, you were, you were ready, mate. <laughs> you, were, you were strung out, <laughs> reaching that sugar high. Jonathan Davies said he's the third best after Craig and Dalton. And he says, obviously, GoldenEye is top, but he's got fond memories of tomorrow. Um, Chad says that he's been watching Bond films before, but this was his Bond. And you remember, this was a lot of people's Bond. Dave said he's probably the worst. We're in a wide spectrum here. He does blame the films and not necessarily Brosnan. (sighs) This is where it gets a bit difficult because Danny's quite clearly taking a piss. He says he's the best. The face of the best game in the N64, agreed. Okay. However, well, Heather, when you look at it now, why do we like that game so much? It's <laughs> it was, not that good it now. Was,
0: it was the it was the playability. <laughs> yes. You know, it was the, it was the, you look at games like now, like Call of Duty and how people are like you know, running and gunning and and reloading and hiding behind walls and you know, Golden Hour uh, had that. We've also a kind of a couple of puzzles in there as well. Yeah. They're, even if you hadn't seen the film, fake doors, my I yeah. love the fake door. Yeah, it's it's different texture like to the rest of them. Certain <laughs> characters that you're not supposed to kill because in the in the film you don't kill them. So Valentine's one
1: that was that really pissed me off. So there's a mission where you're in uh, the graveyard of communist figures in mm. the game, and when you come back to Natalia, she's been basically. Arrested, and I started shooting the people. Oh fucking week It took me to realize that you're not supposed to shoot those people. My dad, had to, I was like crying to me dad. I was like, Dad, I can't meet this level. He's like, Don't shoot him. I was like, Again,
0: <laughs> don't shoot them, loser. It's like the jungle level, mate. When uh, no. when you pick up them landmines, because you Listen, know when you get to that rope bridge, you just you know, need firm. You've seen Zena Monatov's coming at you.
1: I saw someone, mate, used them before. I was like, Idiot! Idiot. She's gonna get you.
0: Put them all over that bridge and you let her run over the bridge. And then uh, I was I used to play it with a uh, big head mode on as well, obviously, just because I thought why not? Alan Cummings, Boris looked better with a again
1: (laughs) um he says he had the cheesiest one-liners and also adding a character called christmas just for the line i thought christmas only came once was perfection so i think danny hopefully is taking the piss and then josh now i know josh online's a huge bond fan probably the biggest fan we've got he says he's probably the worst but not his fault but it's the overuse of cgi and his crap storylines and do you know what? i'll give you that Mm. two out of four of them storylines off fucking that last one mate you need a rubik's cube to understand what's going on fucking bullshit
0: yeah I blame Madonna. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> Everyone blames <believes> Madonna. Despite
1: <laughs> the fact she's not really in it for that long, bless her, but she's still just titled the worst uh, Bond girl. It's not really her fault because, you know, she doesn't really do anything, but it's Madonna, so screw it. So, me, mate, love Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan was a really good child. I thought he was the right kind of charming, the right kind of suave. What's really weird is in, in the space of, what, seven years, he ages so quickly. Mm. like he starts off he's got the long fluffy hair mate
0: you know that we've come to love and he's a bit he's salt got, and pepper by the end yeah. isn't he? and then,
1: then towards the end he's just like no I'm done the stress of this fucking film and to be fair he also did the Thomas Crown affair
0: during this period so when he famously was not allowed to wear another tuxedo
1: yes so he's like I do my God. research
0: yeah he uh, couldn't wear well he couldn't wear the black tuxedo could he so because it would have been with this film yeah there was a film of Pierce Brosnan's that I was a big fan of growing up and it's one of the movies that used to appear on. Um, you know, late night television. Please
1: tell me it's with Patrick Stewart, the runaway train one.
0: No, it wasn't that. Oh, that Actually, was it wasn't Dante's peak. Obviously. All yeah. I
1: can... It's I, never
0: Dante's peak. <laughs> I'll tell you what it was. It, it obviously, Miss was Doubtfire was definitely one of them. Obviously. No, um I can't remember what the film was called, but it was a, the, he was like FBI or police or something like that. And someone had learned how to, they created this like weapon Oh, he's a bomb disposal expert because they created this weapon that looked like water, but it was clear and people would drink it and then they would blow up. What the fuck? And <laughs> Pierce Brosnan, yeah. He made that and- up. No, no, no. Is that, it, it, is
1: it, this is a released Bond film
0: as well. Yeah, it was early 90s, 92, I believe. And um, I shit you not, he- but backstory is that he had a young kid and a swimming pool and the yeah. kid drowned in the swimming pool. So he's got got this- So he, so he he's naturally got, hates water. He, he <laughs> hates water, yeah. And the, the, the arc is he had to overcome the water by- To, to break the water. But technically it was a bomb anyway. <laughs> fucking weird film. I love
1: it. There's it, just fucking something outside and then all of a sudden the rain comes and he's ripped his shirt off. And he screams no! into the heavens. No! It,
0: the film's called Livewire. And I, I watched that movie So many times Growing up That's Mate, who That's my introduction To Pierce Brosnan
1: I think my Pierce Brosnan Might have been Might have been Goldeneye And then Mrs.
0: Doubtfire Mrs. Doubtfire Ms. Is Doubtfire the big one, isn't
1: one. It? Because you don't steal Robin Williams' wife No matter what you Sally no Fields matter, you, I mean, I, mean I, 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 do, I do
0: love that bit In that film Where they're at the, 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 the Like tiki bar Or whatever At the yeah, pool he froze And he throws the lemon At him And he's like Oh it was a drive-by Fruit India <laughs> <laughs> But weirdly, do you know what's really funny? Going
1: back to this, Pierce Brosnan the way he handles himself as well comes across as quite good. Like, like, like he accepts it, mm. like, like Bond would. Yeah. just like
0: you know what, it's a fruity because he sees this. He sees what he sees is an old lady, and he's yeah. respectful. There you go. You know, he doesn't, he doesn't cry, Chopper, which would have been fucking epic. Also, what I like about Bronze, uh, uh, Brosnan, sorry, yeah, he's got a bit of fear on the old chest. Doors, yeah, you know, he's, he, this is way before manscaping.
1: I like to point out as well. I, I thought Pierce Brosnan so. Going into this, before this week, I always thought Pierce Brosnan got a raw end of the deal because the film that I really remember not liking is Die Another Day, purely because it's the anniversary film and they tried to cram so much bollocks in it. And also, early 2000s, CGI wasn't as refined. Remember as well, the Bond was out of place by this stage. Even by nine nine five, Bond was on his way out. We had The Matrix. We had other films now. We had things that were action-packed. But thinkers, had we moved away from a Cold War spy who slept with women and drank alcohol, Let's be honest, I was happier without a bond. Inject into this what would become become so, it kind of regenerated the action genre again. We had a spy film with Matt Damon and the
0: the Bourne film. I was going to say Bourne killed Brosnan's Bond.
1: So it it doesn't, his timeline in the world. Is always going to go against him because we wanted a different bond. And several years later, we got the bond that we kind of wanted to Daniel Craig. And there's some natural elements. We're not going to compare them because it's not fair. They're different films, they're different directors. Well, actually, no, not Martin Campbell, I believe, wrote GoldenEye and uh, Casino Royale,
0: directed both. Director and Green Lantern, mate. If you're going to put his <laughs> filmography on there, I mean, lay me... them cards on the table. Everyone's got a Death Note <laughs> so, <laughs> or <a> Green Lantern.
1: <laughs> so bless him. But you know what? It's not fair. But, but starting off, I liked Brosnan. I thought he was a good choice. A safe pair of hands. He can pull off the one-liners, which when you watch Roger Moore's, he comes across as your granddad and he's doing something wrong.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so Piers I'd Brosnan, agree with that.
1: Piers Brosnan, I thought, was fine.
0: So, Piers Brosnan is an Irish heartthrob and the fifth actor to play 007. utilised his licence to kill in four films from 1995 to 2002, including the fan favourite and tonally darker GoldenEye to the critic bombshell and laughable Die Another Day. <laughs> you didn't watch. <laughs> Some diehard fans may also comment that the game 007 Everything or Nothing was Br- uh, Brosnan's yeah, fifth outing do as that. the main protagonist. Uh, Brosnan is often noted for his Roger Moore energy and Sean Connery uh, physicality. Cheek and charisma meets the tough ladies' man. One film critic wrote, Brosnan... He's like a Butlins entertainer, impersonating Bond and trying his best. Oh, that's harsh. His run of films are bafflingly magnetic, like cavemen staring at the sun. My God, this is <laughs> No, I put that line oh. in. <laughs> And no, that's me. That's that's an Aaron original.
1: You're You're pretty brutal. <laughs> I've no, he never heard no,
0: this, but He's going to be up there with the director of the Duke the Duke Medal, who's going to be crying in his bed. I <laughs> so. I stand by that. Bafflingly magnetic because they are. We still go back to. We watch it. We put not down another day, but they other ones we do. <laughs> And I imagine cavemen back in the day used to stare at the sun, going, "That's beautiful," but it's killing my eyes. I was literally
1: going to say, do, you, "Do when you watch Bond, you, can you see? Can you feel your sense leaving?" I'm going a bit blind. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Now, to be fair, any Bond that came out in the 90s was going to run into specific troubles. That weird time when film budgets exploded, fights and, and choreography and car chases exploded. In fact, explosions got more explosion area. And whilst the- <laughs> My explosions got explosions. <laughs> <laughs> and whilst ideas of futuristic technology nowadays just look silly, and that's the thing, isn't it? Big fucking TVs and AI, yeah. and, AI and all this shit, trying to predict what future tech... And now, when you go back and revisit them, it's, it's, it's often quite cringy. Um, visual effects start to creep more and more into film, some very good and some very, very bad. In fact, this is the first James Bond to use CGI. Also, cigarettes were becoming disassociated with heroes. No longer John McClane, uh, you know, puffing away on the old nicotine hero. Uh, So no more smoking Mr. Bond. And that comes from Martin Campbell as well as a big anti-smoker.
1: Oh, good for him.
0: And also moving away from the uh, Aston Martin to the BMW.
1: Yes, that, was, that caused a lot of...
0: It a, did, didn't a it?
1: A lot yeah. of people were very angry about this. You see, this is one of these things, just, just a pause. It's a well-written uh,
0: thesis, mate. I've still got more, but I'll I know yeah, you, I'll but pause. you just
1: a little pause here. Is There are certain films that people get incredibly angry about, and they, it's because they love them. It's part of their childhood growing up. They, they respect the, the process. They mm. love it so much. Weirdly, Mortal Kombat, you know... The, to me, it's just like, no, I like the campiness of that film because it captured the campiness of the original games. You know, there was yeah. no nice storyline, that type of thing. And, you know, Hellraiser, everyone's got these things. I don't get it with Bond and like cars and his gadgets. It's it's like a religion. And like all things, I'm not going to have a go at the fandom. Good for you. You care that much. But I remember the outroar, the fucking bayonets that came out when it was like, it's a BMW not lasting mine. Maybe calm down. Yeah, because the best Bond. Here we go, Bond fans. The best Bond, the best Bond car was Lamborghini. Just kiss my ass.
0: Is that because he's Aston Martin, a British make? Yeah, probably. It's w iconic. European? It's when you think about it, you think about the Aston Martin. Yeah, I mean, it shows how times changed, doesn't it? Because then, when Daniel Craig came out, it's like they, they got rid of his uh, martini for uh, Heineken, and everyone was like, what, 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 what? That's we've got. It's always like this character growth. <laughs> no. Um, Picking up the Tuxedo. Oh, so no, the 90s also played uh, well into the video game market. Thank you, N64 and GoldenEye. It
1: made me buy an N64. The game GoldenEye made me one an N64. It
0: was a f- It was great because it was great to play on your own. It was also was great with four friends, yeah. Um, it was also MGM wanting to get into merchandising, product placement and advertising within the movies. Really?
1: That doesn't come across at all. When no. they made
0: this big deal about this BMW that it gets driven to an airfield. Yeah. <laughs> Picking up the tuxedo from Timothy Dalton, Pierce Brosnan was the studio's top pick, even waiting for him to finish other commitments before reigniting the franchise. In fact, Brosnan was approached to play uh, Bond in The Living Daylights, which would become (laughs) Dalton's last... What a kick in the teeth. It's like, we're yeah. looking for someone else. Oh, he didn't want to do it. Do you, to, do you want to do one more? Do you want more? GoldenEye was the first Bond not to be based on a Fleming story and was written for Dalton. But when the studio uh, read it and saw how it was darker, they wanted to save it for Brosnan and the, uh, the, the reimagining of the franchise. This, however, wouldn't only last for GoldenEye as each sequel in the series became more cartoonish and less, uh, and sorry, and the character less human and more figure of pop culture like Rambo meets Captain Scarlet. Not to mention the absurdity of action moving away from the brutal realism to ice skating invisible cars and Madonna cameos. You haven't even seen that film so sure? No, I have seen it. Yeah, I used to have seen... it on DVD. It was, a, it was the fourth DVD I ever bought, James. Oh my God, I was like, who were you? <laughs> Had what was f- the first? Negotiator. Oh, fair play. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. For Second one was *Free Kings. Fair Trump play, I Conor love Reck. that film.
1: Although the director doesn't talk to any of those three actors now. And
0: really what one was called Three
1: Kings? with there's four main characters, isn't it? One dies,
0: doesn't he? Don't get oh, out. I of don't remember that. Don't, right, don't don't get, don't I think Jamie Kennedy don't get it out. Fair enough. If one of them was going to die, <laughs> I'm glad it was him. <laughs> uh, his, his career went as well. Um, um, <laughs>
1: I can't remember which one mine was, mate. I'm going to shoot now and say that it was the one. It's, it's a Sean Bean film. He plays a villain. Shocking.
0: <laughs> Shocking.
1: Um, Brittany Murphy's in it. She um.
0: Oh yeah, don't say a word. Don't say a word That was Mm -hmm. my first DVD Blockbuster's my ex-runner I think my third might have been the others But then it was certainly Die Another Day
1: Shame The others was one of my earliest ones as well Yeah Very proud of the fact Die Another Day could fuck right off
0: (laughs) Uh, Remember kids Brosnan said no to Tim Burton When he was offered the role of Batman As he said No one will take me seriously after this Wow Die Another Day (laughs) Uh, Don't worry It wasn't all bad Halle Berry went on to do Catwoman (laughs)
1: I mean, she also won an Oscar for a fucker. <laughs>
0: and, now, and now look at it. Brosnan's in Black Adam. How has this happened? What a ride. Um, Brosnan was paid well for each of the films, starting at 4 million, then 8, then 12, and then laughing his way to the bank with 16 million for Die another day. He'd
1: fucking done everyone then. He also
0: they? received a car for every film he participated in. Each time he grabbed his PP7, he got a new vehicle.
1: PP7? Oh, isn't it Walter PPK? Depends now, mate because it depends, because the games didn't have license for the actual guns, so they Bam. had to call them something different. So one was PB7, the other one was PBK. There oh. you go. Facts. That's why you listen to this podcast, people.
0: <laughs> uh, in the running for a fifth uh, uh, film Brosnan was signed up to do, or was at least interested in, His Asking Price became too much. Yeah, that's, that's why. I didn't <laughs> make it. <laughs> no, no, there was a script written. It was all ready to go. Brosnan's Asking Price. Apparently, he was holidaying uh, with Richard Harris in the Bahamas. At, uh, Richard Harris's. is... Uh, a holiday home out that way, Brosnan took a call which simply said, uh, we're going to go in different directions. He said, thank you very much and goodbye, hung up the phone and that was it. Fair play. That was it. That was the end of his Bond's career while starting in the Bahamas. Departing from the franchise some 20 years ago, Brosnan has never regretted his time in the role, saying it was a gift and gave him a pri- privileged life. Like all franchises, Bond needed to once again evolve more than ever after the post-Jason Bourne era moving into the early 2000s. Bond needed to reanimate, like Paul McGann becoming Christopher Eccleston. Ooh.
1: Take that, Doctor
0: Who fans. I like that. Paul, uh, Ma- Paul don't, McGann. Don't want to be Dick,
1: though. Paul McGann technically regenerated into John Hurt, the war doctor, and John Hurt is the one who'd regenerate into Christopher Eccleston. I didn't want to be that guy, mate, but, you know, that literally there'll be fans screaming. <laughs> Hold on. The
0: Paul McGann one's the film, right? Yes. Yes, With-
1: but you don't see him die. He dies in a short that they brought out just before day of the Doctor or time of the Doctor.
0: Oh, fuck off. I'm not cutting that.
1: You no, know, but he generates into John Hurt, who's the Doctor during the Time War. And then at the end, he after he commits the genocide and then he regenerates into Chris Elkiston. And then, then that's why you see him in the first episode of Rose looking at himself in the mirror and going, "Oh, could have been worse. You know, looking at his eyes implying that he's only just regenerated. There you go.
0: Boom, logic. Still watching Doctor Who, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Complete tenant. <laughs> <laughs> complete it, mate. I'm on to my favourites now.
0: Matt Smith and Peter Capaldi are my favourites. weird,
1: wasn't
0: it? So let's go to 95. Let's go to uh, GoldenEye. Jumping from dams, tank chases, Bond back with a bang from start to finish. Dalton wanted to return. Gibson was lined up. Paul McGann, that's right. Two (laughs) quotes of Paul McGann in this episode, was lined up. If Brosnan said no. That's weird, isn't it? You had all these people from... Yeah, I don't from, get Mel Gibson. From Gibson, yeah. Ray Fiennes at this point was campaigning and no, wanted I can see it. that. Yeah, would later obviously come back. He doesn't
1: have the hairline
0: now. Well, this was 95. <laughs> Maybe he had more to, hair there. I don't know. think he had the
1: hairline. Um, Paul McCann had too much hair.
0: The Rolling Stones were asked to write the theme. John Woo turned down the directing scene. That's upsetting. Chaos before it even started. In comes the Green Knight himself. Oh, sorry, Green Lantern himself. Martin <sighs> Campbell, famous for Casino Royale, Mask of Zorro. And of course, Golden Eye. <laughs> we take up the challenge of Fam- bringing Bond famously, into the 90s. this
1: film. <laughs> Wait, it was in 1986 that Bond and fellow friend Alec Trevelyan, who was all, well, Agent 006, mate, infiltrate an illicit Soviet chemical weapons factory and plant explosive charges. Trevelyan is shot, but Bond escapes from the facility as it explodes. to point out, as an epic level on the on the one game, the facility level. Absolutely yeah. adored this. And as openings go, mate- you see this man, he's running, two of them running, bungee jump, mate. Mm. No, there's only one, isn't it? Because he meets he meets the in, in a Well this is what plane. I like. The
0: beginning of this movie is fucking chaos, mate. You've got you've got your, your new Bond sprinting, he bungee jumps, then he's got his high deck gadgetry where he shoots like the ceiling. Yeah. Good thing he didn't miss that shot, because yeah. it would just be dangling. It'd be a short film. <laughs> and then he's
1: just like, like Alec comes like where are you? He's yeah. just like, oh Help me. Then, then he goes and smells a shit.
0: Yeah, then he, <laughs> he finds himself in the toilet, smooth, and then he comes out and there's a load of people with a load of meat, and it's like a butcher's place. Yeah. it's odd. Also, I don't
1: know if you noticed this because in the game if you shot a scientist the game was over. Shoot, shoot them scientists. <laughs>
0: shoot them dead. Also, remember in the game you used to get uh, the different, you used to get like a different score and you, it was always a time trial wasn't it? Complete the level, the yeah, fastest because, to get the- Because you also got cheat then if you did it correctly on yeah, the right level. The damn level was like you had to complete it in like 50 seconds or something so you got just it. had to sprint to it's the sprint mate.
1: Don't shoot no one. Nine years later Bond witnesses the theft by criminal organisation Janos of a prototype Eurocopter tiger that can withstand an ele- electromagnetic pulse. Now we're in the nice, mate. Yeah, well, yeah, Every, yeah, Everything's electromagnetic Everything's
0: satellites and <laughs> electromagnetic pulses.
1: Yanis uses the helicopter to steal a control disc for the dual Goldeneye satellite weapons, using the Goldeneye to destroy the complex with an electromagnetic pulse. Well, I'd like to point out is. Is I love these piece because EMPs back in the day mate you could use them to do anything just mm. oh yeah blow this board not. <laughs> despite the fact that's not what it's designed for there's two survivors and the writers really took the day off with these Russian programmers called Natalia and Boris <laughs> 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 How lazy are you going to get? This lazy. Yeah. Bond investigates the attack and travels to Russia, where he locates Natalia and learns that Travalian has faked his own death and is, in fact, the head of Yannis. Oh,
0: my oh God. You're being back to die a second time. <laughs> what
1: have you done? Natalia tracks computer traffic to Cuba, and she and Bond travel there to locate Travalian. who reveals his plan. to just, just simply steal. mate. He's just robbing the Bank of England. <laughs> That's what it is. He doesn't give a shit.
0: England, um, James.
1: And then he's... May I do? You know what? I love those eyes for England, James. No, for me, mm. I'm gonna drop you to your death, but you're somehow gonna survive because I'm gonna drop a satellite <laughs> just, just in case you weren't dead enough.
0: Well, you sure I'm beating, <laughs>
1: Just got a double check, and basically, he's just using the golden eye to erase his, erase his record. What I don't understand is you've gone away with it so far, you're probably fine. Mm. <laughs> just, just also, you build built up a criminal empire quite easily
0: <laughs> just, with no one knowing, <laughs> just, just you don't need gold. yeah?
1: No, just you're carry beating, on, you've beaten
0: Bonds <laughs> because I imagine if there's anyone to pretend you're dead from. And if you've gone that long, was it eighty six? The beginning of that movie yeah. to ninety five. So the yeah. idea being that if it was in ninety five, Goldeneye, that he's been pretending to be dead for nine years. I say you've won by that point. Yeah, you just there's just no need. You've you've got everything you need. I just don't know why it's like. Do you know what I really want? What satellite? Mm.
1: <laughs> Everyone's got a satellite. I want one. Um, so Sean Bean as Alec Trevelyan, um, good villain. Good villain. Gotta point out though, hated his accent, which I didn't realize until rewatching it this week. He put he does. He's not. He's your. He's Yorkshire lad, but he he puts his. Puts it on. Puts the Queen's English on. Puts the Queen's it's English on. It's almost
0: like when he's in National Treasure.
1: Yes, you've got you. Got to make it. You know, if he's showing up with his George Harrison, a lot of American always like, oh, Ooh, yeah,
0: what, hey, eh? yeah. I saw him on Kimmel, and uh, he said, "Oh, if I, I use my real language, you wouldn't hear us. You wouldn't know what I'm saying." Yeah. And then Kimmel's like, "Oh, can you give us a bit?" And he's like, "Put wood into all," and everyone's like, well, "No, nah, I don't know what you're saying." Yeah, it
1: might as well be a different language. But, but I saw him being. I think, I think it's good. I like the dynamic of friend-turned-villain. The only thing I think lacks in it is that they never come across as that good a friend. Like, they, they both do the facility together. And there's this great bit where they have... I know one of my favourite scenes is The Graveyard of Communism, because it's basically it's post-Cold War. So shove all of these pictures of, uh, like, massive statues of Stalin and Lenin, and then you've just got James Bond prattling around in it. Mm. I think it's a really good idea for, basically, a scene. And then Ike shows up, and he's just like... There's this bit, mate, and re watching it. These are the bits that don't hold up well. He says, I'll put your gun away. Don't you think I've thought of everything, Bond? So Bond lowers his gun. He's like, That's a fair point. It was like, But if you just shot him, <laughs> <laughs> if you just shot him, you would have won. He's mm. like, How does he plan for that? Is there a force field? They're, no. He's like, I planned for everything. What, even if I shoot you? Well, obviously, I am not planned for that. <laughs> Metal forehead.
0: All right. You know what's going on there.
1: But then, then they do this thing. He's like, He's got a sign off. It's like, Last round, buys a pint. It's just like, oh, Trevallion, you bet there's... I never really once believed that they were friends for this betrayal to come about. And then Bond's telling Natalia, the second most Russian person in this
0: film. I mean, in hindsight now, it would make more sense, wouldn't it, if they were competing 00 agents that were going for the 07 title. And and he Uh, was the fallen comrade at the beginning of the movie. But they were like, like in Harry Potter, you know, you, you're the same age and you're batting for Hogwarts, but you're in different teams.
1: Yes. Yeah, that's good. Cool. There's a point here as well. It's like, um, and I like it because it's a callback in his home film, so It's not a much of a callback. It's like, it's like, oh, the Russians didn't do this to my face. You did when you set the timers for three instead of six. Yeah, but you'd faked your death mate. So it's yeah. not as if he went, oh, I might just leave it at six just mm. in case he has faked his own death. It's like, it's still your fault. I like. <laughs> and then it comes back later. He goes, I've set the timers for six minutes the same six minutes you gave me. And then Natalia the goes, what does that mean? It's like, of course it fucking means, and then, but then he goes, it means we've got three minutes and I like
0: that. Yeah, that's good. I like the relationship as well, Brosnan uh, and being uh, Isabel Skorupka. Yeah. I believe Polish in Vertical Limit. She was in Vertical Limit. I had to Google where I saw her face from. Yeah. Because
1: I thought she looked a bit like Charlie Theron and I wonder if Charlie Theron putting on an accent I didn't realise. Yeah.
0: Alan Cummings is, is unbearable in this movie. The v- name of film that he is, bearable in it or oh, the, next the mask.
1: and that's when and that's why you he never <laughs> hear from aaron on his podcast
0: again <laughs> no uh yeah you know, I like alan coming when he's on chat shows and stuff yeah but but not when he's acting for the listeners i just i just abbreviated <laughs> just because he doesn't no no he's he's i mean the he's supposed that- to be slightly annoying as uh as boris though isn't it? To- yeah <laughs> so bad um but i've got to say this and one of my favorite
1: parts so i've got so I've got in my list hey mate. And I'm fairly certain I've done this before, so this isn't new. The things that really excite me, they're a license to thrill. What thrills me in this film, mate, is definitely the beginning, the arc of funky Jensen. Because at one, I love the actress. I think she's phenomenal. And Xenon is brutal as fuck. Mm. She kills men when they're having sex with them. She squeezes them to death with her thighs. And, mate, she uses that a lot. And it almost... It is a callback to those sort of things like Possible. She is a badass, but she's this next level badass where literally you you it annoys me how she dies. She should she should have gone out, mate, dodging fucking mines on a bridge. <laughs> That's how she should have gone out. But that's not how she, does. she died. Yeah. She dies in a poor
0: fight. She should have gone out where like, she's squeezing someone to death. Someone's squeezing her. There's a, there's an anaconda squeezing everyone. Yes. Just in a complete squeeze fest.
1: Too much squeezing. And yeah. then You know, something's going to go and then, and then it, everyone goes. But I thought she was genuinely, she a oh, faint she, fatale. She,
0: she's brilliant. She goes <laughs> to the doctor's office. You've got brittle bone disease. What's, what's that mean? No more squeezing. She'll <laughs> like, no!
1: never squeeze again. <laughs> and then as she goes out, she's, she sees an apple, but then she's like, I love squeezing too much. <laughs> She squeezes the apple, but then she also dies because that's how brutal phones is. The only problem I've got with this, so she's definitely licensed to thrill, but you know what's double O no? I like mate. this. <laughs> what's double oh no is how she's introduced. Bond's having the valuation at the beginning of the film. Yeah. It's nine years later. His friend's dead. Apparently they were friends, but he's dead. He's an escape rusher. And he's having, a, he's having a drive with a lady who's evaluating him. And then <laughs> Frankie Jensen from nowhere comes out, they have a race. No reason for it, but also this lady quite clearly definitely doesn't like Bond and him showing off. Two questions: Why does she immediately jump in his bones after he nearly causes an accident? She's like, "Oh my god, oh. <laughs> the road abuse!" <laughs> Jesus, Jesus is too much. My clothes fell off. Also, it's really easy to seduce. It's like I'm not interested. Champagne, oh,
0: <laughs> instantly. But but also. <laughs> Sorry. It's just Bond's got like a suitcase of thing. Champagne? No. Uh, cute dog? No. Roses? No. Fucking okay, one of these has got to do it. One oh, of wow.
1: these has gotta work. <laughs> But then also the second one is um, why? <laughs> why does she's like, Do you know, what? Let's have a race on this. No, it's one go. of the
0: things, isn't it? It's, it's go to a nice European place yeah, and and just have fast cars moving right. I mean, even the Craig movies have done that in in some of the Latin films. You know, yeah. you get you get a good shot of you know the the sweeping landscape of Morocco or <laughs> Italy and some European sports cars flying around. That that, that is classic Bond. It is that is in all of them? And Famke Janssen, you know, apparently was well up for this film. You know, well wanted to be in the Bond franchise. Oh, I thought she was phenomenal. He broke ribs. In the making of it, squeezing two hours. No. Um- <laughs> Rosnan's uh, throwing her around the sauna actually broke some of her ribs oh that's
1: that's a good scene as well he's like
0: no mm.
1: I like the fact that he kind of tells her off it's like it's like, if I didn't have a job to do I'd be bald <laughs> she's like I've got a job
0: to do and she is deadly I mean the scene where she goes in and slays like the whole lab of scientists at the yeah. golden place like she's she's
1: villainous you can't you know she, she looks she's also the right side of psychotic and uh, but my second question mate and it, it does revert back to this this young lady who's there to evaluate Bond what's she evaluating he's driving a car just you see you have to redo to join mi6 you have to redo your, your cycling proficiency in your own yeah, test, like did, every
0: year didn't check his mirrors enough he's unstable <laughs> take off his license to great kill. champagne now drink <laughs> driving top marks
1: <laughs> <laughs> and there's this bit as well where cyclists fall down and i've rewatched watched this i still don't know how it's almost as if they're so attracted to zina on top that they all turn in unison and all their bikes fall down but but seriously, license to throw. It's all thank you, Jensen. And that's great. And I genuinely think that all works out. It's all pretty good. Um, other things that you've got, um, and we knew we were going to bring up, mate. He's passed recently, but he's back in the house. Robbie Coltrane yeah. as what turns into a Valentine. I like the character. He needs an off. He needs a villain who's kind of good. So he's an ex KGB agent, a Bond shot in the leg, and I do like this. It's something I didn't pick up as a kid. He shot him in the leg because he didn't want to kill him. He respects him, mm. and they they're kind of like mortal enemies turned almost friends. But fucking Mini Driver singing a song who's strangling a cat, who's strangling a cat. Karina, take a hike. <laughs> I
0: fucking love that bit, mate, because I realised it was Mini Driver. Um. Train as well, some of his scenes in Tomorrow Never Dies are scenes from Goldeneye that they didn't use.
1: Oh, are they?
0: Yeah, the, the dialogue fit, so they just moved it over. Ah, oh, fair enough. Yeah, apparently it was all, there was a lot of, we're going to get on to Tomorrow Never Dies in a minute, but apparently it was a production nightmare with scripts being rewritten on the day. And then the, in the post, they used a lot of- Is
1: that Tomorrow Did he appear in Tomorrow Never Dies? I know he appears in- Oh, is it War's Not No, yeah, sorry, it's War's Not Enough,
0: enough. Then, sorry, that they used. Yeah, he's, he's uh, outcuts for. So there was a massive problem. Oh, and that cyclist as well that fell off the cliff is uh, Martin Campbell, the director.
1: Really? Mm. You should have fallen harder. <laughs> Green Lantern, you know why. You know what you did. You know what you did. Um, the car chase, the BMW Z3. Massive people wanted it. However, can pinpoint this exact moment where this killed the Bond franchise for me because this car doesn't appear in the the legendary car chase or the, the chase that happens in the film. It is. Bond drives it from point A to point B, gets out of it, gives it to the American. The cars involved, the car chase is actually a massive tank chase through Russia, which I think holds up. Mm. I think it's fine.
0: So going back to what my uncle and my dad were saying,
1: Mm.
0: I remember them being excited because Bond had been recast. We're getting a new Bond movie. Like my dad is the guy that um, when a certain magazine brought out all the Bond movies, like one a month, he got he he got them all. So we had all the Bond movies lined up. Um, But yeah, it was coming out. I remember them two coming out of the cinema. I was too young to go watch the film because this is a fifteen as well.
1: Oh, is it? Oh, sorry, it's in it, so I didn't realise. <laughs>
0: um they, they were like, Oh, that's unrealistic, that tank scene. The fact that it skids around, the speed it goes through, the walls it breaks through. I was like, yeah, it is a bomb movie, you know, it's it's not gonna be accurate. It's not it's not born. I think they were more
1: sore with their with their product placement as well. The BMW doesn't do anything, but you see it's quite predominant, yeah. but it doesn't do anything. But it's also the Pfizer, the water is it Pfizer? Or Peroni. Oh, uh, yeah. When the tank dies through, you don't realise everyone gets showered in Peroni and they're not that annoyed.
0: One of them opens, always was like... Perrier hey. water. Perrier is like yeah. refreshing. <laughs> it just, yeah. One of, it just hits an old lady and then, then when the camera goes back, she's really young again. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, thank you,
1: Perrier water. But every Bond must have his gadgets. In this, though, quite scaled back, which I do quite like. That's what I liked about the, the Daniel Craig is the gadgets are scaled back. We've got a grappling belt that can only hold one because fuck you, Natalia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't need you. A ballpoint... Pin grenade, and everyone's done this as a kid. When you click it three times, you've got five seconds for it to explode. He clicks it three times and says to Q, how long have I got leg in? Five seconds pass, and it doesn't blow up. A core bullshit. Mm. A core bullshit. And then the wristwatch, which is a bit of a can-do, get-out-of-jail, free card, can explode, can do all of this.
0: But Classic Bond again, though, isn't it? That's how you get out. When, when a laser beam's coming up your leg, that's how you get out of exactly. it. Exactly.
1: But there are some bad things to come out of this, and now, not just now, but we're going to talk about mentions here. Uh, you can tell by the stage that he's very old. He's been in it from the beginning. We're talking about Des, I was always you know, going to say this wrong name, Desmond Lewin. Yeah. As Q, old. You can tell he's shitting down, but I'm going to say this now, he still holds up. He's still Q. He's still the man in golden eye. He's not too old. And you know what? I'm going to say this now. He's not too old in any of the films. He's perfect. He is Q. And time catches all of us. Um, it's, it's. I mean, he had a it's good, good run. He had a good run and it's great to see him. And he has this line, which is really funny. He's explaining them to he's explaining all these things, mate. And You still laugh when you watch it this week, just like you laughed it when you were a kid when you saw it. He's talking to Bond, someone gets distracted. Bond picks up a sandwich, thinking there's a guy saying, Don't touch that, that's my lunch. Yeah, <laughs>
0: best line. <laughs> best line it is it's like when you see Michael Goh in the original Batman, Batman movies, yeah. like everyone, he is, he is Alfred. Yeah, yeah, and you know, people might like Michael Caine or, or whoever. You know, I, I quite like him, um, Circus, in the uh, yeah, in, in, in the in latest the one. one, but Michael Goh, there's something about you know, the veteran, the veteran. actor.
1: Um, and then this is going to change your mind, mate. And this is weird because there's a theory going around that 007 is James Bond is the name of 007. So the stories are actually all the same. They're not because when they remade Spectre, they disproved that theory. So they're not. Every Bond is genuinely Sonny's timeline. Judy Dench mm. as M. And she's the only thing that stuck around from this into the next Bond as well. Great to see the, the Dentinator, mate. <laughs> the Dentinator. Great, great casting. But then again, I always think that Samantha Bond was one of the best Mrs. pennies. I yeah. thought she was very good as well. She's got really good chemistry with Bond. And then you could see why she refutes him. She's like, I get an STD. I like, I like chatting with you. I like flirting, but mm. don't come near me with that.
0: <laughs> because
1: yeah. you've definitely got the hurt. Yeah, yeah.
0: You, you need you need the the woman who's like, go F- away, Bob. Just fuck right yeah. off.
1: Go go give yourself an acid, boss. And I don't think he's in this one. But obviously, we know he's coming, mate. Colin Salmon. He's a Colin Salmon. I think he is in. I know he's definitely in the next one. I don't he's definitely in the, in the next one. He's yeah. definitely in the next three. But he's not in this one. But anyway, so recurring cast members and. What Bond film wouldn't be official without a really weird song that when you look at the lyrics, it doesn't make sense. Tina Turner blasting out the official song of Goldeneye, titled Goldeneye. Goldeneye. It <laughs> um, except for his couple of lines, I've been watching you from the shadows as a child, which is a bit... If you think of James Bond as the character, it makes sense. Mm. She's like, I've been watching you, when I was a child, I knew it was Sean Connery. But in other respects, it would. <laughs> 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 well, Do you know what I think, GoldenEye, it holds up. I like the villain. I, I like the the scaled-backness. He does have one. Like I They're not too bad. Fucking hell, they shackled him compared to what
0: happens later, where he doesn't even have a script. He's just like, cheese, 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 cheese. I'm going to say, though, another negative. You hit me with a double-O oh, no. Out of the four Pierce Brosnan movies, yes. I think it's the worst title. Goldeneye?
1: I guess it's the Goldeneye satellite. It's quite basic. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean,
0: you know, I, I think we've I think we moved on. I think the other three titles work really well as bonds, yeah, uh, sequels and continuations.
1: Do you think they were trying to capture the magic of arguably one of the best two bonds, which are obviously Goldfinger and the man with the golden Gun? Because yeah. they
0: fucking love gold, mate. They do. They do. yeah, I think that, that you're exactly what I mean. Silver eye, you know, pink eye <laughs> wouldn't have worked neither. Eye and eye. <laughs> I'd love that <laughs> because you feel like if he got you you'd also need a tetanus yeah. shot. <laughs> Space Eye oh, that's the film that's Come on. the
1: film you want <gasps> what <Well>, about Moonraker <laughs> oh god everyone's got Moonraker mate um, I, uh, I I still think it holds up I, it's seen as his crowning achievement it brought back Bond to light I like that it's uh, the thing is I'm going to use this term here in comparison, the action isn't over the top. Mm. It's the side characters as well. Like the Russian, the Russian Ministry of Defence pops in. And he, gets, he gets shot in the head. It's he, really good. You know, it's like the general. And he starts saying the thing. He's like, he comes in and shoots the guy and he goes, James Bond and Natalia Romanov or whatever her name is. He's like, they killed the defence minister while trying to escape, but they were shot in the process. Like he's going through it in his head and they throws empty gun of Bond. Sinister Sinister and he gets fucking laid out.
0: Yeah, I like Golden Knight. I think it has everything that you want from a nineties action movie and action and a and, nineties and spy movie, but it's also got enough of the old Bond and enough of the new. And I like the direction they were going. It still had the whimsical charmer bond with his whippy one liners and his and yeah. his and his charisma, but it did feel different from the other Bond films. I think then now it's a it's a slippery slope. The next one, not too slippery.
1: It's not too slippery, but I'd like to find out like, even when I saw this film in the cinema, I thought this was a lot better than other people said it was.
0: Yeah, the now also as well, if, if anyone's got any visual aid next to him as well, the Golden Eye uh, cover is pretty pretty epic actually. Tomorrow Never Dies poster, not so much.
1: Is it is this is the generic one, isn't it? That that always feels a
0: bit generic-y. No, this is we're heading closer to the 2000s, you know, 1997. 997,
1: on. Tomorrow Never Dies, directed by Roger Spottleswood. Yeah, <laughs> you, yep. you go son. Bond investigates the sinking of a British warship in Chinese waters and also the theft of one of the ship's cruise missiles and the shooting down
0: of a Chinese MiG. I'll tell you right now, on that yeah. submarine, on that ship, sorry, they got sunk. Joe mm. Butler. Fuck off. Gerald Butler was on that ship. <gasps> The this is the film. Oh, world. this
1: is the film that if you watch it, Toby Jones is in this. No, <laughs> yeah, Toby Jones. In the end, there's so many British actors that are all mm. commanders on the ship when they're hunting for the, the stealth ship. Chocker. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. But If you rewatch it when you watch it, like, I fucking know him. I know it. It's full of loads.
0: Yeah, Joe, Butler's second movie in this, he has one line and he's quite shadowed, but he's yeah.
1: Yeah. So yeah, when you watch it, I could see that now. Um, he uncovers a link to media mogul Elliot Carver, which suggests that Carver had purchased a GPS encoder on the black market. Great name. Um. Going to put it here as well. The opening of this, they try to go for bigger action. They shot themselves in the foot on this one because if you don't see Bond. He's communicating through Colin Salmon. Mm. And there's a bit where I say, "Is it? It's not Jeffrey Rush." I forgot. I didn't write the admiral's name down. But he and Judy Dench did a TV show together where they played like old lovers. Um, I can't remember what it was. In, in, the, in the, anyway, great banter. He's he's the admiral. Classic Bance. Classic Bance. Um, and then like, pull your man out of there. And he's like, no, look at this. It's like, I, I, what am I looking at? Colin Salmon doing a brilliant job of acting within himself here. And then he sees that one of the, one of the missiles, mate, is tainted with a bit of radiation, which means if it explodes, it'll kill them all. So Bond now decides to take that MiG and fly it out of there before the cruise missile hits. Hero. And, and it comes to my line here where you, the Admiral goes, what the hell is he doing? And Judy then shits back with his job Fucking love these lines, mate. They were written by me. That's why I fucking love it. Yeah, you're right. You, 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 I remember that line in it. It's <laughs> just, you forget. So Bond, mate, goes in there. So much action, though. Also, anti-smoking message, because he goes to like that man cigarette, mate. Into a grade, blows the plane's on. <laughs> Smoking kills, literally. Jeffrey Palmer. So I had, Palmer. had to know his name, Jeffrey Palmer. Yeah. Do you remember that TV
0: show? Yeah, I do. Yeah. When you said it, I was I, like, oh, yeah, who is I'm that guy?
1: certain they ended every episode in bed talking about yes the
0: They do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, um, sorry, Hugh Bonneville's also in this movie, is uh, yes, one of the Hugh admirals at the
1: end. In, yeah. And I'm sure Toby Jones is in it. Mm. There's one of the. Mate, there's so many people in it. When I, when I saw Bonneville, when I saw him this week, I went, you're not a good bad guy. <laughs> Um, Bond encounters Chinese agent Wei Lin, who was also investigating the matter, and the two agreed to work together. They discover that Carver had used the GPS encoder to push the British ship off course and into Chinese waters to start a war, which he would sell on his news network for ratings. How about that? Um that. Basically, he's got a stealth ship, mate. Mm. And uh, they bought it, shenanigans happen. <laughs> Toby Jones saves the day by <laughs> blowing the shit out of it. Um, your villain here, Jonathan Price as Elliot Carver. Great villain. Fucking great villain. Just great villain all over. He's so good.
0: 97. This is like pre. This is. Is it pre. What's his name? Uh, Apple, iPhone, um, Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Obviously, uh, yeah. Apple really launched in kind of 2003 onwards. Yeah, but-
1: he's mostly... So do you remember the, the guy who owns Sky, R- Rupert Murdoch? Mm-hmm. He's definitely Rupert Murdoch. Yeah, this day, but it do it you know that whole
0: like black turtle The black t- Walking glasses. around with like an iPad, yes. you know, like talking out loud. And It's kind of like the, his cousin would be... Um, what's his name? Ed's... Oh, you know in Truman's show... Yes. Ed Harris Ed Harris. That? Yeah, you know, when he plays it's the really, creator.
1: It's really funny you should mention that about the iPads because i never even noticed. that That's exactly what it does. And there's a weird thing about Bond is these things in Bond that are gadgets usually come out like 10 years later as a matter of fact. I mean, not mm. everything. I still haven't got my fucking submarine Lamborghini, so fuck you. But, spoilers, the remote control car, self-driving cars is kind of a thing that we do have now. And you're right, Elliot Carver going around with his little... Album. I'm going to say Elliot Carver, fuck me, what a great villain. Thought he was a great villain then, think he's a great villain now. Genuinely, I think best villain in these four films, calling it now. I, I think I agree, yeah. yeah. I, I think he's brilliant. What lets him down, though, in my opinion, is uh, Goat's Otto, who plays Richard Stamford. It's not his fault, but it's because I don't find the name Stanford in, intimidating. And then fry is just called... Please deal with this, Mister here.
0: Yeah, he's he's a he's a he's a he's blonde, mate. Right? He's the poor man Gary Busey <laughs> from Lethal Weapon. You know, he's Mister Joshua two uh, point two zero.
1: Yeah, so he's, he's he's not quite got it. But as henchmans go, he's supposed to be a physical threat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think he, he I mean, pulls up
0: power of Bond. He, he, maybe
1: shut the fuck up a bit more.
0: There is there is a it's painful watching him though. Like the amount of times he could just kill Bond, yeah, and just doesn't just now. Even I right like, at the end, he's like, "We're gonna die together." It's like. Just kill Bond and then die. <laughs> just, and at least then you know the job's done.
1: Yeah. Oh, just, oh, got me. Tra- I, there's something shit about having your tr- your, your foot trapped in something. And that's how you die. Mm-hmm. Just like oh, don't there's, turn the rocket on.
0: The, uh, I feel bad as well. No, I don't. But uh, Jonathan Price and Terry Fatch came out saying they were really upset with this movie because it was nothing like what they signed up to do. Oh. So this is the rewriting and oh, the changing. Right. And and when they turned up to set, they're like, no, no, this is happening. I think Terry Thatcher in particular or Hatcher's. I know she hates it. Obviously. Yeah. Because I don't think she was going to die as quickly as she does. Cause she's only really in the first half of the movie. She was
1: the biggest name to sell you as a Bond woman.
0: Yeah. Was, I like to put Terry Hatch though. Yes. She was fantastic in
1: this. Again, I like, I think she had good chemistry with, and you can see why she might portray Elliot for James Bond in, yeah. in this so far. There's only been James Bond and his sex. Um, isn't really an issue. Don't get me wrong, to start a Gold Night when he's like, I'm here to evaluate you. Champagne, knickers off. Mm. <laughs> you can kind of understand Natalia. In the Gold Night, what really pissed me off is that I didn't really think, no, maybe Natalia would. You know, she saved his life, like, you oh, know, let's go this. Hacker base, who is different than we'd never seen before. In this, Terry Hatcher is now, he's investigating her. They used to have information. There's that line, pumping for information, you mm. decide how much pumping's needed. And he's like, oh, Em, mm. you little sexual innuendo. Go on, dench. But you can understand why they'd have a bit of a bang. <laughs> But Terry Hatcher does go out too early, but I, I love Elliot Carver. Uh, I, I do like I, the way he's
0: like, I think it's time for my wife to see, see the doctor. The, next scene. Sinister bonds line <laughs> yes. that.
1: But also I love, I love this it's going to sound really stupid now. Orange him up a bit, mate, making president of the United States. It's a documentary. <laughs> yeah. It's it's It writes itself. It's fucking... It's so... The man makes fake news. It's weird that a film is more relevant now than it was, what, like, the 30 years ago it was fucking made.
0: It's weird. Yeah, it, it, it's got a good ending as well, I reckon. I, think, I like the whole stealth ship thing. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, and the big uh, spinning drill bit that's on there. Oh, there's a,
1: there is a good line at the beginning when... I actually like the beginning of this that's not... is when it's the ship and the, the Chinese aircraft having to go at each other i think that's really good and it's the one bit i'll give her stamper he's narrating it so the, the 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 ship gets hit by the missile and then you hear her going and now they're wondering why it hasn't exploded yet and i was like and then he cuts to them and they're going why hasn't it exploded yet? <laughs> <laughs> just thanks her stamper <laughs> and that's what he's there for i tomorrow never dies though i genuinely think genuinely is better the the more it goes on i loved it then i, I i'm gonna say now mate it might be better than gold knight mm. Come at me, bro. Oh, but I do have other things to talk. I, about. I did
0: enjoy it. I, yeah, to be fair, I enjoyed watching it this week. I enjoyed tomorrow never dies more than golden eye.
1: Yeah.
0: I just remember. so I was just looking as well. The uh, Doctor Kaufman who's the the doctor who kills. Um, spoiler: Paris Carver. Yes. And then when Bond gets his hand on him, and then his last line is like, "It was just business." And Bond's like, "So's this." It's like, if you're in that situation, I wouldn't be going. It's just business. I'd be like, "It hey, want me." <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you know one of my favourite things is though he's about to get tortured he gets a phone call. He's like we can't get in the car he's like I'm really sorry to do this it's like you are torturing him why are you apologising yeah. also I still don't really understand it. it's not explained to me why they need to get in the car <laughs> if they kill him it's gone but and I'm going to tell you this, like, I love her I talk about her all the time how much I love her Michelle Yao was way in. fucking annoyed they ended up together because their their relationship should have been strictly platonic because yeah. she's his equal Went into the went into the Chinese market. She's strong, powerful. She's his equal. She's better. When it comes up later in another film, when we talk about um, Halle Berry, I thought she was better. Wei Lin, mate, all the way. Fucking love Waylin. I thought she was better. Carried I Loved the. I love the the Q like espionages that she's got in her place. Like she's got the Q figures, but they're all with the traditional like. It's a it's a flame flowing dragon. It is. It, it shoots out flames. I like that. No Q in this film. Is there? No, I don't think there is. Oh oh there might be no sorry there is I think there might be I do apologise the car in this one the BMW 750 IL impressive weaponry and tech beats all the (laughs) I love this bit beats all the bad guys nearly single-handedly it's almost as as if if Bond didn't be there (laughs) but also the big thing about this is a controlled by a mobile phone and then for no reason Bond decides to throw his car at a rental place because fuck them and their (laughs) livelihoods what an (laughs) (laughs) arse just like and he does it with such a smug look on his face just like drives it off See you later. Mm. <laughs> Goodbye. And of course, the official song by Sheryl Crow, Tomorrow Never Does. Not much ambiguity in these song titles, they're all named after it. However, do like Tomorrow Never to Does. I think it's great. Second only to obviously Tina Turner. You're not going to beat the Terminator, yeah.
0: mate. I think they got the song title in until Quantum of Solace. That's hard to get that in their song. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, ja, true. Jack ja White and the Keys, I think that year.
1: Oh, Casino, Casino Royales was, they'll know my name. It wasn't Casino Royales. That was that, that was yeah. Job. That
0: was Cornell, yeah. Yeah,
1: Quantum of Solace. Fuck me. Anyway. Yeah, tomorrow the dance, mate. Great villain, great aesthetic, great change of location, great rhetoric as well. I love the idea of this, this, this guy who's just like, just like, I'll oh, make my own news.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a, it's back to better writing, isn't it, when your villain is not just and I say not just because there's a lot of movies that are good at this, but he doesn't want to radiate anything. Yeah, it's, that, it's, it's just, might come up. <laughs> it's a Russia. if someone wants World War Three. why? Because they're unhinged. Yeah. You know, it's much better than that. And it's or it's like we can't use the Germans anymore, so it's just every villain is Russia, which is, again, in yeah. modern, day eh? They're quite ahead of its time. But... <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah, so I, you know what, really, I I think tomorrow of asked controversial. Mm. But for me, I'm going to say better than God. And I, I, two out of two so far, mate. Stand
0: back from that ledge, because <laughs> it's about <laughs> to get down. 1999. The world is not enough. It should have been. You should it, have stopped. It, <laughs> do you know what? I I really didn't want to watch this film. Why?
1: Because So to me, I'll always... So I. this is an argument I had with... Not an argument. I had a conversation with Esther. I said, is it better to be bad and memorable or bad and forgettable? Because
0: that's it. It's forgettable. And it's bad and forgettable. And I remember watching it when it came out and being bored. And then I remember trying to... I, I was trying to think of it. And the only thing I could remember of the film before Point On this week... Was a fight at the docks with a helicopter yep. and like a rotisserie saw yep. and thinking. I, actually, I kind of want to watch the film to know how we get to that bit.
1: Of uh, disappointingly,
0: yes. <laughs> and I remember at that exact moment, uh, Emily goes, "Oh, I, um, I, I need to no, life's too short." <laughs> no, she said, "I need to Hoover." Do you mind? I went, "No, no, go for it." And so she Hoovered in the room for about five minutes, and I must have been when she finished. I, I kind of missed that Hoover because it was a little bit distracting from the movie. <laughs> I, I really struggle with it. I thought it was. I rewatched watched it this week, and uh, I wanted to like it. I wanted it to be the dark horse. I wanted it to be the one where I went. James, I was too young to understand it. I've yeah. rewatched it this week, and actually, it's got a really good oh, storyline.
1: Do I? It really upsets me, mate. Why? Because Robert Carlisle uh, Robert Carlyle finally got a decent shot and a listing. Carlisle's film.
0: not a bad villain. I love the idea again. Classic Bond idea that he's he's dying. He's got a bullet in his head that's slowly moving towards his brain more, more Obdoulin, the centre of, of the brain where, where it will kill him the, 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 as the, opposed
1: yeah. to where it is now which won't kill him
0: yeah, <laughs> so, yeah the 98% of his brain that's fine is going yeah. towards that, 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 that a little bit. bit
1: I mean he can't get an it's, erection it's going- apparently <laughs> <laughs> something which I found out this week oh they're talking about the fact that Bond because mate this guy's an international terrorist he's an architect he, he's an anarchist he believes in throwing the system you know he's in love with this woman but does he does he make love better than me fucking <laughs> cock priorities isn't he <laughs> so I mean, I'm going to kill myself in five minutes for you, but but what was his dick like? And she's like, watch me with this ice. Do you feel nothing? And he's like, no, I've got no feeling.
0: I've got no erection to get. And you probably don't with that fucking ice. <laughs> Numbing. <laughs> Awesome. Spoilers. Like, yeah, I, I like the idea though when when the uh, when Judy Dent has to kind of give us an overview of Robert Carlyle, like because he's picturing enough. He's the villain. Why? Because look at it. Because
1: he's got a bullet. Because oh, I sent someone to kill him, but they, they didn't. But they, they did. But sh- well, they did. They shot
0: him. But it's but in ten years that Wait. bullet will hit the off button. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mate, do you, know what, do you know what age is this film instantly? Instantly. Fucking millennium now.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And it has the longest pre-sequence to any oh, Bond movie. fucking
1: shit is what it is.
0: It, it's really bad. It? It, it, i tell you what as well. It doesn't make the Thames look clean, does it? And, and there's a lot of... But the one thing we haven't said is Brosnan does a lot of his own stunts, other than the height stuff, because he's terrified of heights. So he's oh, very close I didn't to know that. No. Yeah, so all the height stuff, even at the end of uh, GoldenEye, he, it was all stunt double, because he's like, I can't go up there and be running around on them cranes. I'm oh, fucking stuff. blame him. that's something. And I'll be like, no, yeah. So, um, but a lot of the like fire and car work and, and underwater stuff, Brosen does, and a lot of that speedboat stuff at the beginning and that weird, like weird black, like stealthy speedboat thing. He's getting splashed with Thames water, and I think he probably got the shits after that. <laughs> there's no way around it. So, there's a
1: guy used to his podcast, and we're not gonna say his name because he's a traitor and fuck him but he didn't like snow. He was famous for no. And I realised this week, I don't like boat chases. I don't like the temps. I don't, I don't like boat chases. I couldn't give a flying toss. Also, he steals that and uh, Q is like, you you stole my my fishing boat. He's like, what the fuck were you fishing for? Jaws? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Jesus Christ. But, but as openings go, one of the worst openings I've ever seen in my it, like, like I don't even understand it. It's also, and also I'm going to spoil it here. The big reveal in the case, like the massive reveal is when Bond looks in the calculator and works out once through $3.333 million as $5, dollars, $5 million. Oh my God. What? No one fucking, no one knows the exchange rate at MI6. Shut the fuck up.
0: Yeah. I think, whereas the, that I did want to say that there's been some choices in the previous movies that were deliberate to tap into certain markets. Now I'm not going to go into detail, but that's yeah true. Uh, or, certainly, that's what you, you read in in the post-production. It's what of the it film. definitely did. <laughs> yeah. This one does feel like the beginning of the movie is like, let's just do a victory lap and uh, remind people that we've just built the Millennium Dome in the oh. year because it's 1997. And it it is, It I mean, it's all right at the opening of the Olympic Games when Bond jumps out of a helicopter to the Queen. That's fine. Yeah. But when he's, but he's sliding <laughs> down the Millennium Dome, it's a bit cringe, isn't it? It's a bit, um, I talk about product placement, boom, get in there. But I do like that where she's like, I'd rather die than, like, fail him. And it kind of gives it, it bigs him up like they did it, it do, with it does Blumfeld up. and uh, Christoph Waltz.
1: It does bring him up, but then but then when you see Renard, which is a
0: stupid name anyway, it, it's disappointing. And that's why I'm really upset. Anyway. <laughs> I do like it when he comes on screen now and Judy's like, villain. And he's like, yes, I know, look at him. And it's like, <laughs> He looks like a footballer
1: looking. <laughs> Do you know what his thing is he looks like PlayStation 2 graphics? Yeah. Right. Bond recovers money for Sir Robert King, a British oil tycoon and friend of M. He's the good guy. But the money is booby-trapped and King kills King shortly after. Right, I've got I've got this here. I've got this here, in my head. It's proven that Renard can kill people quite easily. But he's like, no, I'm gonna keep Bond alive. So he can bring this money back because it's coated in this thing. But I'm also going to replace his brooch. So when he gets near it, it's going to explode. And Bond works this out because he has. A, he makes himself a drink and he sees this substance on his hand because he's touched the money. It's eroded the ice. So he comes out. He says, M, He goes, "The money," and then he runs out instinctively. M knows exactly what she means because she also says, "The money." <laughs> <laughs> and then we see King walking towards the vault, and I'm thinking oh my God, it's a shame that phones haven't been invented in this bond because at no point does someone go, well, just ring and just go, the people who are coming in the vault, yeah, yeah, stop them. I mean, we can lock this building down in seconds, but when it's the money, (laughs) and also, I'd like to point out, that's the only explanation given is the money, (laughs) and everyone instinctively knows that King's going to blow up. It would have been easy to just shoot him in the head. (laughs) Just shoot him in the head.
0: Yeah, it's it's very elaborate, isn't it? It's too
1: elaborate, mate. It's, It's ridiculous. And I never really understood it anyway. Bond traces the money to Renard, a KGB agent turned terrorist who had previously kidnapped King's daughter, Electra. Don't mind I don't like the name Electra. I'm going to tell you now, mate. Why um, do you like Electra? Because every time Electra's in the film is usually shit. Oh. There you go. MI6 believes that Renard is targeting Electra King a second time, and Bond is assigned to protect her. The pair are attacked frequently. <gasps> <clears throat> Bond visits Valentin and is informed that Electra's head of security, Davidoff, is in league with Renard. Bond kills Davidov and follows the trail to a Russian ICBM base in Kazakhstan, posing as a Russian nuclear scientist. Here we go, because Bond can do that. Here we go. Bond meets American nuclear physicist. Go for it, Christmas
0: Jones. There it is. And at that point, I wanted to die. <laughs> so I, I, I was willing to stick through it. I'd like all the jumping out of windows with like a bit of rope around his waist belt and all that kind of stuff. I was willing. I, was, I saw past it. Yeah. I remembered when I started it. Spoilers. I knew electric. I was like, oh yeah, the twist is it's her, isn't it? Yeah. They won't redo so that in coming. the next
1: film though, so don't worry about it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Saw so all that coming. <laughs> it was the moment Denise Richards popped back up. I was like, oh shit. Now high we are I have
1: a thing, man. I didn't believe she just married Charlie Shane, so she's never going to get more in your face
0: than at this moment. Yeah. She just done Starship Troopers, I think. Really I don't, peaked I, be- there.
1: I believe that this is the Apex of acting. I believe Denise Richards, and I could be wrong, he had completed acting by this point, which is
0: why she slowly disappeared over the years. I think she completed it with Wild Things. I believe so as well, Kevin Bacon, Matt Dillon. Famously turned down the Oscar. Uh, Yes. yes, Famously refused to be even nominated, as I recall. (laughs) Because I remember the grassroots campaign for for that. Oh no, I think Denise Richards was also, and this is bad, in a movie called Tail Lights Fade. I'm going to tell you (laughs) would. Which I, which I, I think it's story- suicide ward? <laughs> I think the, the storyline was literally two people in a race <laughs> to get to a landmark. I can't remember. Is it- I,
1: was there more character development than Christmas Jones? Which essentially, Danny is right, leads to Christmas jokes. And the thir- the only funny one being, I don't know any doctor jokes, Mr. Bond. Well done. <laughs> Three seconds of happiness in your furiously long film.
0: Yeah, what, what I love though is like everyone in this, and this is the thing, it's not, you know, it's not on Denise switches, why wouldn't you want to be a Bond girl? And why also wouldn't you want to be a nuclear physicist, Bond girl? Do you know what I mean? No, but, one of my is, 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 you tell all these stories, but that's the bit that people have been off. Not the bad
1: idea It's like, Denise Richards plays a nuclear physicist and that's where people lose it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I do want to do that episode where we do top 10 most unbelievable, you know, like Joe Butler is Dracula. Don't we? <laughs> do <you> know we? <laughs> I mean, like, Just the most poorly casted, Yeah. Uh, you know. And I Adam think, Sandler is a human being. Yeah. happened. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's when they're like, everyone in this scene, right, they're underground or, or whatever and it's, you know, Everyone is wearing the ugliest boiler suits you've seen. Yes. And then these they were cropped off and the shortest shorts you've ever it's seen. So people
1: take it seriously. It's almost <laughs> as if she it's almost as if she was also at the same time auditioning for Laura Croft.
0: Yeah, yeah. Which
1: well, she probably would have done all right, uh. yeah. I can see that. Um can't uh, do any worse than uh, Joe <laughs> Lee. <laughs> <laughs> the two witness Renard stealing the GPS Lakota card and a half quantity of weapons grade plutonium from a bomb set off an explosion from which Bond and Jones escape. Electra kidnaps him. What? After she thinks Bond has been killed in a fucking weird scene where they're, where they are. I swear to God, riding an oil pipe <laughs> from the inside. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that
0: that's that, that's I hilarious. can't
1: even say anymore. There's a nuclear submarine, it enters the submarine it's fucking gas. It's the one with
0: Bond's like uh, what do I need to disarm a nuclear bomb? It's, it's like, like the best it's like, it's like, like me. I would just go I would have just got, yeah, fine. Well you go then <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll Colin Salmon,
1: you don't fuck all of us yeah. mate. You fucking get involved. <laughs> <laughs> step up <laughs> Step up you twat Um It's it's a bad film. And then and like and there's a bit because Bond can't be stupid, she says something. Renard says something, and Renard, right, because because Renard knows that he's hurt his shoulder from when he fell on the Millennium Dome, yeah. And also, Bond's like, oh, my God, Electra must have said that because it was not obvious when I spent the first 15 minutes of the film in a fucking arse sling. It's not Renard hasn't been watching me. He didn't shoot someone to save my life at the beginning of the film. He do not know where I am. Instantly goes, it's Electra, and everyone's like, no. But then because, because the bomb's riding her pipeline, Bond's immediately convinced, he's like, wait a minute, Maybe it wasn't you, but he doesn't believe that. He's like, mm-hmm. let the bomb explode. Let them think we're dead. Instantly, then phones Colin Salmon and goes, don't tell anyone I'm still alive. Fucking Colin Sam. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, shit, mate. I struggle with this movie pretty much all the way through it. Yeah. I do like, uh, I don't know how to pronounce this name, Sophie Marcoux, I think. Yeah, so she plays Electra, doesn't she? She's the villain. Mm. First Bond's female antagonist. So we've had female henchmen and well, psychics. The
1: main one, mate. The main villain. Um... Nice to see Robbie Coltrane back there.
0: Coltrane, yeah, but Sophia maku's also in uh, Braveheart, which came out in 1995 as well. So, Oh, um, she played the queen? She, oh, what, princess. It's not promoted just yet, James. Soon, <laughs> though. <laughs> uh, John Cleese also appearing in appearing this one. Appearing as R oh, is oh. a joke,
1: but will be Q in the comedy. And let's be honest, the worst thing about this film is it's the end of Cube. I do think the way he goes out is epic, though. He's like, I've always told you two things. Never let's he bleed. And he goes, what's the other? There's always have an escape route. And then as soon as he says that, low is in. And then it's, goodbye to... Desmond Lewin who was Q and will forever be Q and I do like Ben Ben We're sure yeah We're sure he'd like his but you know what, he's it's, very good it's, he is, it's, Des- yeah. it's, Desmond, it's Desmond Lewin all the way and it's phenomenal it's a good goodbye he still holds his head in dignity as he leaves this film like the rest of us should have mm. done midway through
0: <laughs> he's, he's seen him letting him don't get out yeah <laughs> It's like you go you go through you're, you're, you're Desmond Lewin You've been in all these movies You I survived mean, all I this gonna stuff I was going to say You've been in
1: Moonraker. You, yeah You've been at
0: 140 <laughs> acting credits You've seen the world change You're on set You see the new gadgets You see the inflatable sphere uh, Sphere that uh, is meant to save him You see John Cleese coming in You see Colin Salmon, Salmon Losing a bit more hair You've read the script You know everything that's happening It's the moment Goldie turns up to set Oh <laughs> Oh my Desmond <laughs> Lewis like done done I'm going to leave um.
1: Fucking forgot you could tell you could tell it was 97 because Goldie only had in a career for about like two years and he fucking struck <laughs> fucking Goldie um, forgot completely about Goldie but I'm just going to say yeah. some of the some of the double O and there's a lot of double O no's in here mate double O no the BMW Z8 he, he, there's a building being caught part by helicopter razors right mm. he calls it he gets in He reverses it back a little bit, gets chopped it off. (laughs) Basically, I'm ending your relationship with BMW. (laughs)
0: That's the most, that's the, yeah, that's the most like straight line I've ever seen. You know what I mean? Like that helicopter does not sway whatsoever. Why would it?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, The the gadgets, explosive glasses. At the beginning, you know what? Okay. Mm. Okay. Ski jacket with protective shell. It's lucky they ended up in like the Alps at one point because Mm. the rest of the film doesn't, it takes place on the fucking water credit card lockpick that's a great idea genuinely ingenious love Mm. that I'm going to tell you here now still don't really understand the point well I do understand the point it's because it's because they thought that all these audiences wanted to see half-clad naked ladies with your x-ray glasses which Bond uses
0: to perv on fucking women at the casino (sighs) Is that this one? Yes, yeah, this one. Oh right, I, I got it I mixed mean, up. So I thought it was in Dies. No,
1: that's in this one. No, he puts his glasses on. He goes like, "See it," because he goes to the guy with the most guns because he thinks that that'll be Valentine Centurion.
0: Oh, and that's where Goldie comes in. <laughs> that's I, where Goldie see comes why. In. see why I kind of forgot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it, um, it, it Bond a, looks weird in them hazy blue glasses.
1: Um, it's 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 uh, shit. <laughs> it really is shit. And the problem is, it's forgettable. It's forgettable mm. shit. I think Robbie Robert Carlyle was going to be. I thought. Mate, going into this film, I loved him. I was just like, "Oh, this is going to be epic. He's going to be the." Bo-. This is when I first watched. It. Even when I first watched it, I knew who Robert Carlyle I was. I was like, "He's going to be the tits. Yeah, this is the same
0: year as for money, I think, isn't it? What was it? Oh, if, either way, maybe. Mate. I think it, it might have been two have years been after. The... No, if
1: this is ninety nine, was it? This ninety nine my... would have been like two
0: years after. Oh yeah, yeah. It's <clears> it's right
1: right of a this is ninety seven. seven. So, um, I thought this was going to be it, mate. I, I genuinely thought we were going to see the best. I also like the plan is to to oil. I just, how rich is too rich? The line, the term, the world is not enough, comes from fucking him. He's like, the world is not enough. And she's like, that's a stupid revelation. He's like, it's a family motto. It's like, oh, so you just dropped the line in mm. for no reason. And you said that every time he, he just, the name is mentioned in the film, we should consider it for the vault. Yeah. Vault? No. Yeah, I didn't think
0: so. But I do like the line, the world is not enough. Like that, I think that's a yeah. good Bond name. Good, it, good Bond title. It's better than Octopussy. It's it better is. than Moonraker. Hey. something she can't take I'll back. I'll
1: accept <laughs> Octopussy. You're fucked right <laughs> off
0: with Moonraker. The world is not enough. It's wicked like like... I'd have if I was. I'd have that as a, like a an album name, you know, or like a song title. That's fucking
1: brutal. Do you know what my biggest double O oh no is though in this?
0: John it- Saru, American <clears throat> Gladiator. John Saru. he's one of the henchmen oh, for Electra. No, it wasn't him. No, oh. it is.
1: He's hurt his shoulder. He's just fallen down the Millennium. The Millennium Dome, mate. He, everyone gets a file when they're in Scotland. Everyone gets a file, except for him. He's on the inactive duty. The doctor scans him hands it to him and goes, you're broken. He throws it on the floor and goes, what if I fuck you? And she goes, good. Yeah. <laughs> this is, this now, this film is where it turns to predatory. He is not right. He's just like, can I get, I'll bang you. It's like basically whore. It's like, gonna give you what you want? I'll give you what, what I think you want. It's just like, maybe take me out for it. And she's like, will you call me this time? And he's like, maybe. He's like, even he admits he's going to be a cock to her. Just like, she's a doctor. She has studied more than you in her life. She don't need you, dickhead. <laughs> you're, you're, you're the pissant in this relationship. She's the one that's like, I'm a doctor. I work for my 5 You literally go out there and, and look your way through things. Fucking you! If Natalie wasn't there for God, mate, you'd be fucking dead. If Waylon wasn't there in the last one, you'd be fucking Ellie Carver to chop you up and eat you would be in war with China. I'm a
0: fucking doctor, dickhead. Get fucked. You'd be had for a fucking Elliot Carver at this rate. <laughs> yeah. um, Serena Scott Thomas, yeah, who plays, and this is the part where the writers just gave up Dr. Molly, and then they're like, come on, think, 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 think. Warm Flash. It's not even. It's I, can not, it's seen, in, I can see why you don't find out her yeah. name, um, But then there's that scene where it's like. She was in <laughs> Buffy. i didn't surprised I didn't mention the one episode of Buffy that she's in. Yeah, she plays The Watcher. I don't know. I'll take uh, a shot that. <laughs> 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 I'll research that for next week and see if I'm right.
1: Um, and it's the bit then when uh, Miss Money Penny's there. And I still like Miss Money. I think Samantha Bond genuinely is comes out of all of this. And so does Em. Um, yeah. As they come out quite... And Colin, Colin Salmon. He knew what he was doing. On the next film, mate. Oh, yeah. Colin Salmon dies. He dies early, but he doesn't die and I was ashamed. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it happens, mate. It, it he comes in and he goes, well, you've been clear for duty. She rates you as very good stamina. And there's a knowing look from Em and Miss Money Penny, and they know. And I just thought, what if I came back with, it? he's got a tiny cock. <laughs> <laughs> cleared for duty, tiny cock.
0: <laughs> oh, dear. The world is not enough. We've got to move on because we've got to do it. Now, I didn't watch it this week. I've already said I didn't think it was on Amazon. I was also mentally not ready for this. <laughs> Bear in mind in the last few weeks I've watched Hellraiser, which I wasn't a fan of back in the day. So and I still managed to put that on and uh and and, and found something to it, but I just couldn't bring myself to watch that another day. I genuinely thought it wasn't online. So my memory of this is extremely shot. But I will say that um Shit. <laughs> knowing that it's got uh Rosamund Pike in it and Judy Dench and Michael Madsen and John Cleese and Halle Berry, Oscar winner, and Pierce Brosnan, I mean, it must be absolute gold. I haven't <laughs> revisited it, but you know, returning cast of Samantha <clears> Bond, <throat> Colin Salmon coming back, gold, right? So, the song famously, oh, sorry, for the last
1: one, uh, official song was Tomorrow Never Die, uh, was um, sorry, was The World Is Not Enough by Garbage, and that joke is, well, it was garbage, wasn't it? It's the longest running joke in uh, Bond history. Yeah. <laughs> so to start off my thesis, if you will, about Die Another Day. Die Another Day was written by Madonna and sung and performed by Madonna. And one of the lyrics is, I guess I'll just die another day. No, die today, because I don't want to hear anymore. Fuck right off. Madonna. She gets blamed for this film, and I'm not really sure why. I don't really think it's her fault. So Die Another Day, what is so special about this? Was well, the 40th anniversary of Bond. It's all time to come back. Directed by Lee Tamahori. There you go. Bond investigates North Korean Colonel Tan Sun Moon, who is illegally trading African conflict diamonds for weapons. Moon is apparently killed, apparently... He's apparently killed. He kills in the he dies in the first scene. So he's definitely dead. They wouldn't do that thing that they did in Golden
0: Eye. <laughs> no. I do like that bit though when he's beating the shit out of the punch bag. It does that person. And there's a person in it. <laughs> well, that was actually really good.
1: Um and Bond is captured and tortured for 14 months, after which he's exchanged for Zhao, Moon's assistant. Despite being suspended on his return, he decides to complete his mission and track down Zhao to a gene therapy Oh, it's got gene therapy don't mm, worry cool. about it it won't come up again where patients can have their appearance altered through DNA reconstructing mm. Zao escapes but the trail leads to British billionaire Gustav Graves <laughs> is this coming back to you now?
0: yeah it, too much
1: Graves unveils a mirror satellite Icarus so by the way Moonraker the reason I keep making Moonraker jokes is this film is inspired by Moonraker
0: We've got to be inspired by something I thought it was inspired by like dog shit <laughs>
1: which is able to focus solar energy in a small area and provide year-round sunshine for crop development. Oh, Bond it's, discovers it's that... That's good. Eh? Wait a minute. Bond discovers that Moon has also undergone the gene therapy and has assumed to identify the identity of Graves. Bond then exposes Moon's plan to use the Icarus as a sun gun <laughs> to
0: it's cut a path gun. through
1: the Korean demilitarized Yeah, fuck you. The zone. <clears throat> where concentrated sunlight allowing North Korean troops to invade South Korea. But then he also finds out that close confidant, Miranda Frost, may be working for the other day. They wouldn't do the same storyline as The World Is Not. Oh, they did. (laughs) They did. Miranda Frost, mate, thought I'd get a cold reception. I'm not even going to tell you that that's the worst thing, mate. I'm going to tell you that one of the characters, played by Lawrence Macquarie, his character name is Mr. Kill. That's when this. That's when they took this franchise out back and shot it in the head. <laughs> <laughs> what shall we call this name? It's the 40th anniversary. We've had Oddjob. We've had Jaws. We've had Xena on the top. Mister Kill, you've Zenith on your anniversary show.
0: So, I was just trying to find because it's on IMDb. This film won six awards. Golden Raspberry. So it won uh, stinker, the Stinker for Bad Movie, and that yep. went to Madonna for Worst Actress. That's unfair. Madonna that's, won, that's a lot worse than Madonna this. won Worst Supporting Actress again at the Razzies. She was also nominated in the same category for Worst Original Song. Oh, I give, give it that, yeah. She's also nominated for Worst Actress of the Decade.
1: Oh, that's unfair. There's a lot. I'd like to point out that she's not a professional actor, but, you know... Rick Yoon, who would famously go on to play a much better terrorist in Olympus Has Fallen. He oh, plays there. Yeah. yeah, so he's got it in him. But the one that's unforgivable. He's got that terrorist in him. He? He's, he's fine. got it. But the one that's unforgivable, mate, right, is Roseman Pike. Yeah. He, he, but here's a conversation I was having with Esther. So you I know, I keep telling that she's really good. And she's really good in Gone Baby? Gone Girl? N- gone. Yeah. Oh, Gone Girl. Oh, she uh, is really uh, good in um, that. Doom. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm going to say. I'm going to say, I know her from this and
0: Doom and
1: and one film. So technically, I, yeah,
0: the odds are not in her favour. She was nominated for a lot of, uh, after this film, she was nominated for Best Newcomer. For a on, lot of on, like, Saturn Awards and on stuff like this that. this film? Yeah, yeah. That's ridiculous. Tony Didn't you watch Stevens. That film? <coughs> Tony Sorry. Stevens is a good actor. But he's- Didn't you like her in that film? She starred in that film with um, Peter Am I Was that Rosalind Pike? No, maybe. The one that came out on, um, the one that came out on Amazon. Oh yeah, she was actually good on that.
1: All right. Yeah, that's a good point. Yes. <clears throat> but mate, the crowning turd and the 40th anniversary. So I'm going to talk about some things here. <clears throat> Sorry, I apologize. John Cleese is now Q. I don't mind that. John Cleese is a fine addition. He'll never be Desmond Lewin, but it he, he doesn't matter. He brings his own flair. Mm. Uh, Toby Stevens, the idea of Gustav Graves being an exaggerated version of James Bond. He says that to me, he says that he, my Gustav Graves is you. I don't know enough about African, This basically because they know that Western audiences don't really know much about the conflicts in Africa. They sprout out bullshit. Like African conflict diamonds aren't a genetic thing. I believe they're in war zones where they're fought over. To pay off to kill the other side, so it's not a genetic thing. But they started, these things are genetically similar to African diamonds, and he's just like, well, I don't think you're talking sense here, but so there's a lot of bullshit. um, Michael Madsen as Damien Flacco, he's in it, he's in it. Halle Berry as Jinx Johnson,
0: supposed to get spin off, yeah, that died to that death, didn't uh, it? And
1: then people saw the film,
0: yeah, <laughs> but don't worry, her spin off would come in Catwoman. <laughs> Never, never forget.
1: (laughs) Madonna's photo, yeah, she's shit, but at the same time, let's be honest, no one one comes out of this film smelling good. (laughs) Everyone's shit, but the crowning shirt, the crowning pièce de résistance, mate. When you've really run out of all ideas, when you've got the sonic ring gadget that you use once, a VR headset routine where we see Bond, shoot M and Colin Salmon die, and it turns out to be VR, the crowning turd. What about when they bring back the knife shoe? Mm. Oh,
0: what, the kni- yeah.
1: What about when they bring out the breathing apparatus from Thunderbird? Or what about the jetpack? All of these awesome things in the 40th anniversary. What will you remember this film for? They say ice skating car. Aston Martin V12 Vanquish. We call it Aston Martin V12 Vanish. My notes here. Well, just fuck off. Oh, it's the
0: invisible car, isn't <laughs> it's it? The
1: invisible car, yeah. mate. When you've and also it's not used because what happens is he uses it and then the guy just happens to have a a heat scanner turns on oh do not an invisible car anymore
0: <laughs> Is redundancy let's
1: do it <laughs> Can say this, and as it's what I said on I said on Facebook this week, would have respected it more if there was a 5 minute sequence where we followed the camera frantically around but saw nothing because the car was invisible, <laughs> would have respected it more. And then at the end, you just saw Bond get out of the invisible car, bleeding from his face. Yeah,
0: and also, if you, if you can make a car invisible, I imagine you can make a lot of things invisible yes, that would help. like like, you know I mean? like
1: maybe a suit for Bond. Yeah. <laughs> so you could just walk in and be like, dum, da, dum, da, dum. horse shit,
0: this I film mean, is bad. The problem is anyone, anyone who downloads this episode knows that by the time we get to this film, it's all about taking the piss because I think yeah. this is universally agreed as being a very terrible movie.
1: Genuinely think this might be the worst month of all time. I, th- I but think it, it is, yeah. But it does bring me back to the question. whereas uh, This film is bad, but memorable. The World Is Not Enough is bad, but forgettable. Would If you're going to be bad, wouldn't you at least be the one that you take the piss up? Like, I'm not joking. The Madonna song is one of the worst three minutes of my ears. My ears were bleed. I did listen to it. I was like, "Die, die!" It's so shit. But at the same time, I'll remember it. Mm. Isn't it? If you're gonna be a, the worst Bond film, when you want to be bad and memorable, as opposed to bad and forgettable. I think that's a
0: really valid point. I think you're right. I don't know, but it is. Bad has different scales and different levels. And mm. this this is way, way it's down bad. the line to um This I won't even mention
1: the CGI where he surfs where he surfs a fucking like tidal wave in the worst CGI, which is weird because it's worse CGI than the previous film.
0: It's I think it's also it's that what what hurts it is that if this was an entry-level Bond movie and was the way that it was setting the tone for what we're going to see. Then, okay, fine. Yeah. The fact that it's so far detached from the first two. Yeah. That's what really hurts. And I know sequels get bigger, get bolder, more explosionary. I've used that word twice. i made it <laughs> word twice today. But I know that's the point. Budgets get bigger and bigger and bigger. But it's so far detached from Goldeneye in particular. Yeah. It it's it's bizarre to think that this is seven years. And the same filmmakers and the same actors going, yeah, yeah, we've really come a long way since God now. We? Yeah, they used yeah. to be good. <laughs> yeah, look, now we're fencing with Madonna. Well, well, all right then.
1: What about this? What about your villain, Rick Hume? You know, not his film, but he does get onto better stuff. It's like, what characteristics shall he have? We'll have diamonds in his face. Well, what's really funny is I always thought he had diamonds in his face because when he set off the explosive, he was looking at diamonds. But I've rewatched it, mate, and I went into this detail. He's not near the diamonds. He's not even facing. Them. So why were they in the side of his face? Bullshit. I'm calling bullshit. The song's, the song's
0: terrible. It, yeah. The, the, the opening credits it's, are forgettable. He's not even got a cool name like Diamond Face.
1: No. And do you know what's really bad as well about this opening is you see James Bond getting tortured. And I know this is going to sound really horrible. I kind of want to see that, how James Bond reacts to it. That's one of the best scenes. So in this, you've got Madonna's awful. Oh, is, is in, I've read some of this is the only song that doesn't have the Bond note because Bond note always... Aren't you able to play every Bond song
0: in a loop, and they all basically same? You know more about music. Yeah. Right? You brought it
1: up in a Daniel Craig one. This is this is the only song that doesn't follow that yeah, method. It,
0: it ends on that minor chord, doesn't it? <clears> they <that throat> just about every Bond
1: does. This doesn't. So is, even Ba-dang. the song's out of place. But the you know, but the credits that are playing in the background while well, it's fucking awful songs playing it. There's the female made of ice and the female made of fire, and they're like guiding him through being, you know, what's this awful movie? I don't know if I've told you, mate. The music awful. <laughs> But they're kind of like guiding them along and helping them up. But one of my favourite things about Casino Royale is strip away the poker, the pageantry. James Bond was being tortured by Mads Mikkelsen and he says, I, the whole world's going to know that you died
0: scratching, scratching, my balls. scratching
1: my balls. Because Bond, that's Walnut Bond. Mm. He's not showing off for the women. He's not drinking. He's he's basically in a room saying, fuck you, I'm not telling you what you need to know. Mm. What would have been cool to see is Bond actually in a situation where he's been tortured brutally. Like, no, we'll just have some fucking techno music while we'll two CGI play two CGI women like just man fondle Pierce Brosnan. And how are we supposed to know time's fast? Oh, he's got a slightly longer beard. And then he fucks off. Apparently it's really easy to escape MI6 mate, just leave. Oh no, that's what he does. He fakes a heart attack and his heart's like a rest. And he's like, you know what, I'm gonna wake up now. Yeah, I'm and not then, a fan of this movie. then he goes off to he goes off to one of the hotels, I believe it's where you only live twice, you know, the hotel in Hong Kong. Mm. Great callback. Originally they were going to get um, the character filling Ling Mei from Tomorrow Never Dies to be there, but she, you know, they couldn't get her in. She I, said no, James. She she, <laughs> she, the she the said... wisest of us all. It is, um, it, it's not horseshit, mate. It's not even worthy of horseshit. It's squid shit.
0: <laughs> the, the lowest of shit. Just moment, going back to Daniel Craig's Balls, yeah. I do think, always,
1: as we do all week. <laughs> I, I, do, I,
0: do think, I do think that scene with Julie Dench when she recruits him and she's like, oh, you're the best poker player. It should, She should have gone, it's because you've got the smallest balls, James. <laughs> we and know it's going to have- And if you ever get tortured, they're harder <laughs> to they'll hit. They'll have dusk because they'll really have to get through. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're, they're <laughs> going to need a big knot on the end of that rope.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, weirdly, so this is a good point I wanted to bring up and how Bond's changed. Fucking, I was well into this this week. Mm. Right. There's something really... We've moved on in age. I don't know about you. I don't care about James Bond. To me, James Bond wasn't about sleeping with hot women and shooting. It was always the Spider-Man that I loved more. Yeah. There's a great scene in Casino Royale where he basically, he sleeps with a woman, gets the information he wants from her. She is then murdered. And then M is like oh, you don't have to be here if you don't want it. And he's like, I don't care. I use her for information. Mm. She was a villain. I did what I needed to. He sleeps with women to get the information that he wants. He's not a womanizer. He will use all the power that he needs. Pierce Brown would basically like, like a fucking bulldog with an erection, mate. Just like, do you want to hump anything? And that's the problem. That's what's changed. And I guess it's because of the modern ones. Oh, I'm a beta cook or whatever. I'm not interested. I don't want to see him I want to see him do shit. And then, and then in the last film, I wouldn't do less. less.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I agree. I agree. I think the, and the problem is as well, Bourne came out and it went back to realism and it was, I think there's a lot of pride with English as well because the, the, the Bond movies are the biggest export in cinema, surely. Yeah. yeah. And it's heritage. Harry Potter now. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's heritage, it's it's golden age of cinema right the way through to modern day. It's supposed to evolve. It hadn't parodies became massive you start getting things like spy hard johnny english and all that kind of stuff You're almost poking fun at the british tuxedo wearing yeah. super spy and then when you look at particularly them last two films there's a there there is a lack of spying and <laughs> and actually doing your fucking job do yeah. you know what i mean there's a lot of sleeping with women and being in exotic locations and there's a scene i think it's in ward is not enough at the beginning where bond walks into mi6 in a suit and basically like takes command of the room And that's the thing as well, isn't he? He's a commander, isn't he? By Commander Bond. Um, Certainly in the Craig movie, uh, the Daniel Craig ones. But there's a scene where he comes in, strolls in. And at that moment, I didn't see Spy. I saw... The fucking boss who never shows his face on the shop floor and then strolls in and thinks he knows how to do his job, everyone yeah. else's job, and it, and it really so took the one me who out. tells you how to do something.
1: And you're like, "But that's not how we do it So that's why I want you to do it." It's like, "Why it taking twice long?" Because you're a cock.
0: Yeah, that's why. And you i never see you down here. You're sat in your office or fucking working somewhere else. Or,
1: or there's a doctor who's trying to tell you that for the good of the country, you're going to be—you're you, injured. So if yeah. someone gets hold of you, they'll be evil to torture you and you'll get with well, No, I'm ban you. When she's <laughs> put
0: her knickers back on, she's going to be right out here telling you off. Yeah, exactly. Do you know? What? He, there's a seat. He just she's,
1: she's giving herself some because mate, you fucking, you've got something. To <laughs>
0: <do>. <laughs> so he kind of strolls in with his like shoulders swaying, and he's like talks down to everyone in the room. And I just thought, ah, oh, he doesn't look cool in this in this nah. film. Like Golden Eye I think he's cool. Tomorrow Never Dies, I think he's cool. World yeah. is not enough, and die another day, not cool. And I mean, cool as in the spy stuff, you know, yeah. not the not the womanizing, um, you know, alpha male that he is. I think more the spy because at the end of the day, that's he is Because you know, Indiana Jones was a womanizer,
1: yeah but the thing is the thing is you know about Indiana Jones and the comparison between Indiana Jones and James Bond is I reckon genuinely I could take
0: James Bond in a fight
1: <laughs> like if he didn't have a gun I'm like I'm t- I still I fancy my chances Indiana Jones i get the shit kicked out I don't
0: of know me. if Piers Bosnan came out if you if you try to jump Piers Bosnan he's he's coming out of the shower and he's just wearing a towel oh, I, bet he I think he'd still beat you
1: yeah probably actually I think I could probably take well they're all dead aren't they I? <laughs> I definitely could not take Daniel Craig I reckon I could take that one
0: that one's still alive yeah
1: yeah I could take that one. Anyway, that was, that was fucking Pierce Brosnan, mate. I, do you know what?
0: If I, to, if I had to rate it, I'd go double O, oh, maybe. <laughs> I, I, double O, oh, no, towards the end. Uh, Gold <laughs> nice. he's always, he's he's always going to have a soft... Yeah. I didn't enjoy it as much this week, but I did enjoy it growing up. Do I Never Die as I thought was the dark horse this week. The, it was the, the, the underdog that I think... Probably pipped it for me, but then
1: do you know what's really weird? I don't want to go back into that film, but I genuinely don't think that's because of Pierce Brosnan. I do think it's because of uh, Elliot Carver, played yeah. by Jonathan Price. I do think it, because when the when you're watching the film, I only want to know when Michelle Yeoh is on it or when I when Jonathan Price was on it. When
0: they're the ninety, I don't really care. Fair, fair, yeah. I I do you know what? And the word is not enough. If I had to give it any positive and 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 I'm really like clutching the barrel if I was trying to find anything about it that that I would say is, is good I think Sophia, Sophie that's Marco not. I think it was a good villain yeah, right. in that movie I,
1: um in part yeah in parts in part and and the joke where she says I've heard all the I've heard all the jokes and he's like, I don't know any doctor jokes I was like oh this is surprising
0: I think the wasted the, the frustration that's the waste of Carlisle as a villain yeah a 90 s villain as you know Carlisle and, and Sean bean. You've hit the nail in Jonathan Price. Like, your villains are great so far. Yeah,
1: well, who's the vi- oh Madonna? Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> plus her little face, and she has got a little face now because she's fucking cremated it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, that's our show for this week. Let us know what you think of the Pierce Brosnan bomb movies. Like I so said, there's so much more to pack into it, but when you've got four movies to discuss, you've got to go through them quickly and just give the highlights. Other than die another day, there's no highlights there. <laughs> but let us know what you think about it if you like this episode don't forget to like and subscribe leave a review we bring a new episode out each and every week thank you for downloading as always if I don't see you later good afternoon good evening good night goodbye